What's up, podcasters? The Ask North 40 Show is back again, and today we're breaking down hiking boots. Matt tests out a handful of ladies' hiking boots to see how the weight and features match up. Also, Matt Lewis from Obos talks about what goes into a hiking boot. So let's get started. a question in on what is the best lightweight hiking boot for entry-level hiking. So what we're going to do is we're going to head down to the store, grab a bunch of boots, and see if we can't start to identify what is it about a boot that makes it lightweight and entry-level. Where did it park? Boots, Jake. All right, Beth, so we got a mountain of shoes from our store, and now it is time to start weighing these things and see if we can identify some features that are adding weight to our shoes. All right, so after weighing all these shoes, it definitely seems like having a waterproof liner is going to add a little bit more weight than if you don't have a waterproof liner, um, but certainly pluses and minuses to having that liner. So depending on the type of hiking you're doing and where you're doing it, um, would really help determine whether or not you should look to have a liner or not. Um, the material that the boot is made out of, so the full leather boots uh, tended to be more heavy than the boots that were either a mixture of leather and some synthetic materials and definitely heavier than the just fully synthetic boots. Um, grommets, whether if they had a metal grommet for the laces, uh, that seemed like it was adding a little bit of weight, but a little harder to tell um, because the shoes that did have metal grommets also had some of those other features um, that added weight as well. And then of course tread pattern, um, just due to the size of the lugs and things on some of those tread patterns, a little more material there, that too seemed to add a little bit more weight as the tread pattern got more aggressive. So not a huge spread as far as uh, differences in weight, but definitely some difference. Um, the lightest shoe clocked in right around 0.7 pounds. Um, heaviest was about 1.07. So the big takeaway that I found with this experiment that we just did is that you can really strike a balance between how heavy your shoe is and what features you think you'll need um, depending on the type of hiking that you'll be doing. So certainly some of these features um, are good to have. Um, full leather uppers are certainly very durable, um, but they do add weight. So if you're not doing a lot of things that um, perhaps um, are going to be real hard on your shoe, um, it might not be as important to have a full leather upper. So um, certainly where you're hiking and how much you're hiking is going to play a part in um, whether or not some of these features are important. All right, so I think we just did a pretty good job of weighing these shoes and really identifying the features that we think are adding or detracting from weight. So material, um, grommets, tread pattern, liners, things like that. So now what I think we do is let's call Oboes and we're going to talk to Matt and let's see if he can't confirm kind of what we saw here and really what to look for when you were looking at lightweight hiker. The most important aspect, I mean there's several 
several different aspects of a, of a hiking shoe that you have to consider, but the most important, which is the most obvious, is actually fit. You can have you know, the best materials, um, the best traction, the most breathable, um, but if it doesn't fit properly, it's just not gonna, you're gonna have, you're gonna have issues. You really wanna kinda narrow it down to, narrow it down, uh, no pun intended, to uh, the proper fit. Um, one company is gonna fit different in the forefoot and the heel. Um, the way they do that is you have a couple different parts. So you have what they call an upper. It's got three of these here. The upper actually gets wrapped around uh, the last. It's flipped over. And they put what they call a lasting board in here. And they either stitch it or they cement it. So that, that's also going to add a different uh, fit to it. So this kind of uh, construction is called a strobel last. Strobel last is uh, going to be softer than a board lasted shoe. These two pieces of material uh, are a little bit different thicknesses, so that's also going to give it its uh, flex as well. Uh, so if you need a, a, like a stiffer, supportive shoe, look for something that's board lasted. If you want something that's a little bit more flexible, uh, more athletic fit, then look for a, a strobel lasted. Once these materials go together, just take this one for example, then you have the bottom. So that top and the bottom are going to be cemented together. Also in the fit, there's going to be a, um, a shank right here. So most companies are using nylon shanks right now. A lot of folks think that they're, they're not very durable. They're actually very, very durable. It's rare that they actually break. Uh, but what that's going to do is it's allow your foot, it's going to allow your foot to flex in the forefoot like it wants to do, but it's going to give you support back for your arch and heel. You have two types, two heights I should say. So you have a low top and a mid, and sometimes even higher. If you're looking for something to support around the ankle, I would go with a, with a higher cut. But if you want something that's a little bit softer, a little bit more breathable, I would go with a low cut. I mean, it, it really comes down to personal preference, but if you're carrying a heavy pack and you're gonna be walking for, for a few days um, and you need that ankle support, then you definitely wanna go mid-top. Uh, another aspect to think about is if, you know, if you're hiking along the coast of Oregon or Washington, British Columbia, you're probably gonna want something that's more of a, a waterproof breathable shoe as opposed to this side of the divide where it rains a lot less and it's a lot, lot more, lot drier. A lot of through hikers prefer a non-waterproof shoe because you, most people's feet are gonna get wet anyways. And if it's, it's non-waterproof, it's gonna dry out quicker than a waterproof shoe um, in the evening, you know, when you're, when you're actually sleeping in, in the tent what, or whatnot. Um, so that is a consideration to take, take in. So if you have a really, if you know you're gonna be hiking in the rain, then a waterproof shoe is going to do you well. But if it's just going to be, you know, the occasional you know, dew and, and grass in the morning, uh, you're probably better off with a, a non-waterproof shoe. So Beth, thanks for getting us your question and making episode 26 happen. Uh, hope it helps you identify a lightweight hiker that's going to be best for you. Uh, big shout out to Matt over at Oboes for really helping us track down those features and identify what makes a good lightweight hiker. And if you're in the market for lightweight hikers or hiking shoes, you can always find them at North40 or North40.com. So that's it for episode 26 of the Ask North40 show. If you're interested in hiking boots, don't forget to check out North40.com and check out the video version on YouTube. We'll see you again next week.